0: Hello, family. Wow, did we just survive a whole year of global crisis. I'm so happy to be here for the first episode of the year on the Talk Hub. And yeah, it's been quite silent and um, we've been taking a whole lot of time to observe and just reflect on the previous year and everything it took everything it birthed and just everything that it brought for introspection and and, and also taking time to heal and appreciate everything that happened in 2020. Now we're 20 days in and I cannot wait to see what this new year has in store for all of us. So uh, without going further into it, we're here And it's a big welcome back. And um, we have a very beautiful lady by the name Aisha. She's attracted many because of her eye-opening talks on YouTube and her page that inspires many. So before I do much injustice in trying to explain, I'm just going to have a very quick and brief introduction. Hi, Aisha.
1: Hi, thank you so much for hosting me today. It is a pleasure to connect with you.
0: Oh, I'm glad you could make it and I'm so excited for today's episode. Okay, so um, why don't you just tell us a little bit more about yourself, what you're into and yeah, who you are.
1: Well, my name is Ayesha Mai and I am a self-care and mental wellness influencer I got into this field because of my passion and desire to help people that have lost their self-esteem and that are going through a lot of things in their life and they just need that support and backbone that can help them realize that taking better care of themselves and their mental Mm -hmm. is very important. So yeah, that's who I am.
0: Wow. Well, I should commend you for that because that is a very important thing in life. You mentioned self-esteem and you mentioned um, getting back up. So I'd like to thank you so much for joining in the first episode of the year. It's such an honor to have you on board. Now, um, I know that we've all had times when where we either tell other people, we identify people that, I'm moving around with scars. And when I say scars, I mean it's obvious to identify parts of ourselves that we know need to heal. It doesn't come easy, but after a few times and situations where certain things keep reoccurring, you know that um, somehow what we carry or the wounds we carry have oozed its way to bleed on those that didn't cut us can you relate?
1: Right. I sure can. I definitely can. Mm. And um, I mean, that's why it's very important for you to heal and focus on the core of your pain. Um, the reason why it's very important to understand the core and the root of your pain is because without that understanding, you're not going to be able to uproot it. And it's only after you uproot it that you're going to be able to walk freely without any burdens and without carrying any weight on
0: you as well as not bleeding on those that do not cut you. Mm. Okay. So today we're going to look at it in, with more depth, right? So um, the, the, how, the, what, the, why, I mean, there's quite a lot to uncover when we talk about this, but I think growth only ever starts with self-awareness. So right. um, you find that things happen in life. And as they happen, I'm talking about anything like daddy issues, um, being a victim of something that's been said to you. It's it, the sources and the core are always different depending with an individual. Okay, right. so um, walking around with smiles and facades. I mean, we somehow have. Led ourselves to believe that if we worked towards being a certain person if we ate better if we prayed better if we worked out they said would be better people and happier you know and mm-hmm. I mean it certainly makes sense but there's certain crucial aspects um that are you know that we're neglecting and you know in the name of being socially accepted what are your thoughts on this one
1: Well, yeah, that is very, very true. And this is why it is very important for us to be mindful of ourselves and Mm -hmm. to try and not let society dictate how we are going to live our lives or who we are supposed to be. And, um, I mean, low self-esteem kind of does play a role in making you feel less confident and comfortable in your own body or in your own mind or in your own being. So this is why Mm -hmm. it's very important for you to be mindful of who you are so that you do not give society
0: power over you as a whole. Mm that's true I I agree because it's almost like being robbed of your own experiences simply exactly yeah so Aisha what inspired you to to take this path I mean how did you how did you find yourself here and how did you heal from how do you suggest healing
1: well, that's that's a very great question. So I went through a very abusive relationship in my late teens, early twenties,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: I held on to I held on to this relationship for a very long time, and what it did to me was it took away my existence, it took away my whole being, it took away who I was. It's sort of like I just gave life to somebody else, to just mm-hmm. dictate and walk over me and I got to a point where I just could not do it anymore I had no reason to stay there I mean I was not married I didn't have a kid and Mm. I'm not saying that if you have a kid or you're married you should stay in such a situation you should and nobody should uh succumb Mm. to such situations so I got to I just got to a point where I was like okay enough is enough I cannot do this anymore and I needed to get who I was back so I I took a step back and, you know, I cried it out, I cried it out, I felt it. And that was like the first part to my healing, uh, which is the feeling. So how you heal is you first have to accept and then start feeling the pain. So I accepted that this was not for me and this is not the path for me. And I deserved better as a person and I am better. You know, I'm just better. I'm with more, I'm more valuable. So I, decided that I was just going to break it off so I break I broke it off and then I took Mm. a step back and I accepted that I'd lost who I was and from that acceptance now came the feeling so I allowed myself to feel every emotion from the pain from the anger the bitterness the resentment the everything I allowed myself to feel it all and then after I had cried it out enough Mm. I now managed to get back up and say okay you know what at this point no matter what is said I'm okay and I have. I also had to learn to forgive myself it is very important that when you're hurt you not only forgive those that hurt you but you also forgive yourself for allowing that hurt to consume you
0: okay I'm very curious because I mean this is something that I've also personally struggled with how mm-hmm where do you start with self-forgiveness because I think that's also a very important and crucial part in your healing process so where Correct. do you start like in terms of forg- self-forgiveness and knowing that okay you know what I messed up big time like you know so like how does it even like what is where does it begin
1: Right. So so self-forgiveness is mostly starting with you acknowledging the mistakes or the faults. So it's more like you recognizing and realizing your own faults and your own mistakes and actually acknowledging those mistakes. It's only until you acknowledge something that you will be willing to rectify it. The problem Mm -hmm. is with most of us, we tend to say it wasn't my fault and we tend to always look for the next person to blame. But until we honor it and we Mm -hmm. accept that fault, then we'll be able to rectify the issue. So for example, if I accepted that I was too clingy in the relationship which led to my partner to fled to to uh fly away it's Mm -hmm. more like um I have accepted that I have this clingy nature. So now what am I going to do to fix that? So I have to forgive myself for pushing or driving somebody else away because of how I was behaving. And Mm -hmm. so by acknowledging that behavior, I can now focus on, okay, so how can I fix that behavior? So it all starts with the acknowledgement and then you can now fix it.
0: Okay, so um, you probably do agree with the fact that if you don't acknowledge certain things, then you stay in a in a in a cycle of reoccurring right. mistakes.
1: Exactly. So if you don't acknowledge it, it's sort of like you keep yourself in a bondage, you know? It's mm. you you can't break free from the chains if you know if you just don't access that key. You're not you're not gonna unlock them and break free. So that acknowledgement is your key. Because that key is what you need for you to, you know, to, to be free, to fix things and to move forward. True, so true. that's, yeah, it's just, you, people should just look at acknowledgement as key. Don't look at it as, don't look at it as, okay, this is just going to, you know, um, make me feel less of myself or this is going to make people take advantage of me or this is that like don't look at the negative that. look at it as a positive because it is a positive acknowledgement
0: is the key that you need to set yourself free okay so I'm going to ask you um what type of wounds right what are some of the types of wounds that we are carrying around in life and what are the replications
1: You know, people are carrying so many, so many wounds, man, like different wounds, things from Mm. when they were children, things that happened as they grew older exactly so like there's just so much that we're carrying from the abuse from the rape from the rejection abandonment Mm -hmm. um there's just so much that people are carrying and I feel like the way that this can be rectified maybe you cannot I would say address this with the person that wronged you but it's not every time that you can actually address a situation with somebody that wronged you so Mm -hmm. if you cannot address it with the person i would say forgive because even after the addressing you still have to forgive it's just that in this scenario where you cannot address someone you're just skipping that addressing part and then going straight into the forgiveness so what you want to do is let them go i'm pretty sure people are familiar with the saying let go and let god it's pretty Mm -hmm. much what you have to do you need to let go forgive i'm not saying forget because you can never forget but you have to forgive no, and let it that's go. a
0: tough one yeah okay yeah. so so you'd say that um where you begin the process of healing is firstly by acknowledging where you went wrong by forgiving yourself and then mm-hmm. addressing it to to the people but like you find that sometimes um there's also a very thin line between addressing things with the person that um, that wronged you, and and you know, almost appearing as though you're playing victim. Do you understand? Because I I, also, I understand. Yeah, I also always go back to um, the part where obviously you had a part to play, and hence you need to forgive yourself. You had a part to play with it, right. it Because you did not fully recognize your worth. -hmm okay, or because you you found yourself there because, I don't know, for one reason or the other. but um when it comes to healing, right, and addressing people, sometimes you're dealing with people who won't even realize their faults, won't even realize where they it's went like
1: from. it's like dealing with someone who's not sorry type of thing yeah like forgive them that is very difficult I'm not gonna lie to you That is very difficult and I personally was in a situation like that where I had to forgive my abuser who was Mm. not sorry for what they did to me and it's sort of like it was very difficult it took me years to get to a point where I was like okay you know what I completely forgive them because for years I carried resentment towards them thinking you know what they really did me dirty And they owe me an apology and that apology never came. And I had to constantly remind myself that you need to get to a point where you're okay with that apology never coming because again, Mm -hmm. that keeps you in bondage that keeps you going in circles and you're just never going to be free. And you know, the thing is, this is what the devil wants too. So you also have to decide whether you want to give the the devil that hold over you or Mm -hmm. are you going to be free? And you know, um there's this song by um i forget his name oh my gosh anyway it's called circles <laughs> it's called oh, circles yeah, yeah. and Jonathan, he talks about Jonathan, exactly Jonathan. uh yeah, yeah
0: that's also you know
1: who i'm talking editing. about <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah
1: yeah and he talks about how the devil learns from our mistakes and Even that's how we don't. keep going in circles exactly yeah. so it's like it's like when you, when, when you have learned that that person wronged you and they're not going to forgive you, what mm. are you going to do about it? Are you going to allow yourself to go in circles just because you're allowing the devil to take that hold on you and keep yeah, you true. there? Or are you just going to say, okay, you know what, devil, enough is enough. Because that's the thing, right? The devil is going to keep playing with your mind, telling you, yo, that person still did not apologize. I don't know why you're smiling. That person didn't apologize. I don't know why you're carrying on with your life. And I'm saying this because I was in that place. I know exactly how it is like. And I had to get to a point where I had to tell myself that, you know what, it's okay for me to be happy. It's okay for me to smile. It's okay for me to move on and not feel bad. You know, it's okay for me to love again, because sometimes you feel that okay, um, you know, this was it, but you know, it's not okay for me to love again after this. It's still Mm -hmm. okay for you to move forward and love again, and to top it off, love yourself even more.
0: Yeah, true. To to begin with,
1: the remedy. Yeah.
0: Okay, so uh, we've talked about where we begin with the healing process and we've talked about the wounded child. I want to touch briefly on um, the healing that we have to take on every day because you find that there are people that come from families um, that have people that continuously bruise them. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Right, like it, is right. different. it is different when it's a friend and That's the friend true. has an abusive behavior you can simply walk away but when when it becomes a brother when it becomes a sister when it becomes somebody who is just constantly in your face and constantly doing stuff it does does healing now become an everyday thing or
1: you know how do you um deal with that? how to deal with such a situation where it's family involved. I get it. It's very difficult, Mm -hmm. but um, sometimes you have to kiss them goodbye too. Mm -hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, you need to take care and protect yourself. You know, you need to take care of yourself and protect yourself, protect your sanity. Um, If you're constantly trying to heal from the same thing, again, you're keeping yourself in that circle, you know? And now, now this is just becoming toxic. And it's not good for you to stay in toxic situations all in the name of because they're family. If they're oh, not feeding them. you, exactly. If it's not feeding you, let it go. It's not worth it. So again, if, if, if it's family, uproot them. If they need to be uprooted, do it. Because at the end of the day, it is very, very important for you to protect your own sanity. You matter too.
0: Yeah. I hear you. Until and unless there are days that you feel like, okay, you know what? I can handle them. I can put them in their place. I can keep my distance and still manage. Exactly. I was actually
1: going to, I was actually going to say, you know, sometimes you just have to keep your distance. You have to, there, there are family members that you have to keep an arm's length mm-hmm. and some that you have to keep very close, you know? So you just need to know the difference, know your people and know how to place them. The thing with family is, I would just advise that look at them the way you look at everybody else in the world. In the world, we have acquaintances, we have friends, we have colleagues, we have, you know, coworkers, all sorts mm-hmm. of things. Sometimes you do have family that you have to categorize like that just because of the behavior they possess and the characters they have. So you, you might have to label your family as acquaintances. These are friends, these are, you know, colleagues, are this, because, this, they come in to play a different role in your life you know they're not that they're not the everyday kind of person they are the once in a while type of person so you need to identify what family member belongs where okay, and no. treat them as
0: so no i hear i totally hear that okay so um can we avoid so since we all already agreed that we all need saving, does it ever end does it ever end the healing process or it's a moment we need to just constantly it's something that we need to just constantly be choosing a moment we need to constantly relive like you know it's like the sun setting every day with rising every day comes the choice to heal from what happened yesterday do you understand
1: right right no I totally get you so the thing is we do have situations in our lives that at the at the slightest of word the wound is opened again you know it's like a trigger and I completely get that again personal experiences Mm -hmm. so at the slightest of things you're triggered and At that moment, you now have to make a choice whether you're going to allow that trigger to react or are you going to hold your peace? So, how Mm -hmm. I like to look at this is once something triggers, you firstly ask yourself, What happened that caused that trigger to occur? And then immediately you have asked yourself, What happened? Secondly, now ask yourself, what was the trigger? What did it trigger in you? What emotions did it bring out in you? Because when you're looking at the trigger, you want to look at the feelings that it came with. What what did that make you feel, you know? And Mm -hmm. before you react, hopefully you haven't reacted though, uh, but like before you react, sit down and ask yourself, is this worth it? Is this worth me reacting to? Or is it me giving in again to my pain? You know, Mm. if you have already reacted, just do the steps again. Ask yourself what caused the trigger? How did that make you feel? How did you now react? And then sit down and ask yourself, do you want to keep reacting like that every time you hear it? Because the truth of the matter is, you are never going to completely avoid it. You are not going to completely Mm. shut down all the triggers. It's Mm. now up to you to now ask yourself whether you want to maintain the same reaction or are you going to be stronger and fight harder for you to avoid certain reactions to your triggers.
0: Mm. That's deep. So how best then can you describe the freedom that comes with healing? Like, um, Yo. <laughs> and, before and, you and, answer that yeah I've also I've also just you know like just to mention on what you've just said mm-hmm. I'm choosing not to react that takes a lot of character and oh yes
1: yeah, it does part
0: of part of mastering that describes the freedom it's it's already the first aspect of the freedom that comes with healing, the satisfaction that you walk away with in a situation where you know, I could have called that person out. I could have,
1: exactly. I could have shown
0: them that, you know what, I'm Madea's cousin. Or um, mm-hmm. certain things that we do, certain habits that we take up on in life because we're carrying so much. So That's true. Um, learning yourself, learning the triggers, the, the word triggers just already... I mean, like it's a trigger on itself because now you start to think on the things that actually get you back in the space or
1: mm-hmm. get you back
0: into thinking about the things that hurt you and going back to feeling them. It's just, it's a lot. So, but true. Then it's also not easy to avoid the triggers, but I guess that's where it comes in. Like life is 90% is not is, is is like 10% how you react it really is yes it's 10% what happens and 90% how you react how you
1: react yes
0: you can't control how someone is going to speak to you you can't control you know like there's even people the close people that you confide in or you confided in about your pain and then they use it against you you know that like,
1: happens that that, totally that's totally happens. that's Yeah, Yeah.
0: They use it against you when maybe you're having an argument and then they start talking about how um, you're probably... That's why you did this. Yeah. Exactly. And those can be the the subtle triggers that come out of it. So going back to the freedom that comes with the healing, apart from feeling, you know, (laughs) apart from like feeling the satisfaction, how best can you describe it? You know...
1: (laughs) like the feeling of healing was so it was like freedom it was like I was just liberated it was it's I cannot best explain it all I can say is it felt so good it felt so amazing and another thing I actually want to mention is during my healing process and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this. When you're going through a lot of pain, the last thing you want to hear is the word of God or pray or this or that. Sure. Personally, sure. I hated it when people brought that to, to me because in mm-hmm. my head, I'm thinking, I know I'm supposed to do that. It's just that I cannot do it. So mm-hmm. um, another thing I did was when I finally like let all the crying out, I actually Mm -hmm. prayed a lot more too, because at that point I realized that I needed God's strength to carry me through. I couldn't do it on my own. So I don't know. I don't know who's going to be listening to this. Maybe you believe in a different um, deity and that's okay. Personally, I'm a Christian. So hence my references to God and Jesus and stuff. So Mm -hmm. um, I prayed a lot, like a lot, a lot, a lot. And I feel like to be honest, prayer was what carried me through and gave me the strength Holy. to be where I am right now. Holy. So um, I actually want to say, I'm sorry, I forgot to mention that earlier, but it is very, very important. It's key. And the healing for me has been amazing I've been able to get up I'm I'm now able to actually share my story without relieving it but you Mm -hmm. know with so much joy knowing that it's going to help somebody else and um just healing and letting everything go has opened so many opportunities and doors for me that I never saw possible like I never thought that I would find love again but I did Mm -hmm. I never thought that I was going to I never thought that someone was going to look at me and appreciate me and accept me and value me and see my worth but I did so what I'm saying is um just because certain people do not appreciate you or see your value or you know um they look at you and they're like treat you like, you know, a product that depreciates or whatever. If you have those people around you, just know that maybe their time is up, you know, because we do have people that come in our lives for a season and not for a lifetime. So maybe their season is up. There are people out there that are going to appreciate you, that are going to value you. And I really hope that you start loving yourself and you start valuing yourself first before you allow anyone else to do that like honestly Mm -hmm. healing just gave me so much wisdom so much um you know knowledge of things that actually are happening in the world that we tend to ignore when we don't feel Mm -hmm. a certain kind of pain so now I actually and I'm I'm grateful for my pain by the way Mm -hmm. I'm actually very grateful for my pain because had it not been for that pain, exactly, had it not been for that pain, I wouldn't have found my purpose and I wouldn't have been where I am right now. So mm. honestly, I, I you know hope what? that someone out there sees value in their pain.
0: It's, it's a lot of grace. I think um, it's easy to stay stuck in a rut and in a cycle and in a hole And in a place where you're just a victim. And we look at such people, but at the same time, we can never really blame them because it, it, it can happen. Do you get what I mean? I look at it. I look at it as grace. I look at it as God's love when -hmm. you can have people around you and you can have that, that voice that vindicates you and says, you know what you're worth better because it's not all of us that get the, 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 the luck to get up and decide. You know, no, that often, that is very true. Yeah, we often think it's by our own might and power, but going back to what you said about prayer, I think that's where it all begins. I think that is there very is true. No way, there's no way as people we have the full capacity of realizing who we are if we haven't found God or if we don't um put him first or give reverence to him it all starts with god so i think um taking our pain to him always makes it better because he in the end fully knows how to heal us and you know you you were right about what you said but i also have one very brief question like we've talked about the (laughs) wounds that come from other people the wounds Mm -hmm. that we deal with um living life can we briefly touch on the wound of loss you know like when
1: you've lost somebody
0: you've lost somebody you've lost something loss like being the umbrella term because right certain things like that we sometimes would have never seen it coming sometimes Mm -hmm. it's tragic sometimes we know it's coming but we were never really fully prepared how do you heal from such things
1: so with the loss, honestly, um, this is a kind of pain that you have to learn to leave with. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I, I, I personally don't want to tell you that you will heal from it because yeah. the loss of someone you truly love or like the loss of something you really care about is not easy. It really is not True. easy. I'm yeah. going to focus mostly on the loss of someone you love Um, Mm -hmm. that's not something you're going to heal from because it is not something you can replace. True. You know, so it's Mm -hmm. like something you have to just learn to live with. And, you know, I guess sort of just like accept that it is the way of life. It is just how life is. It's just how our journey was Mm -hmm. made. You know, that's just how it is. And, um, it is, it is very painful because believe it or not, year in, year out, you're probably just thinking about the memories, the, you know, everything that you shared with this person uh, or this people. And, you know, this, again, the slightest thought can make you, um, miss them, want to be with them, can create a void in your heart. You know, it's like... They can just never be replaced. So, healing from such a thing is impossible. You just have to mm. learn to, live with, to it live
0: with it. And
1: yeah, and just accept that it is the way of life.
0: I think, um, I also think that to just answer to that, we've mm-hmm. all lost people we loved, we've all had memories, but I think healing is an end game. In right. any case, I've once read um, a quote that said, um, "Our souls, our our souls and our hearts, they are resilient. They're made to heal. Mm. You know. So sometimes you carry that person in your heart. They mm-hmm. have a special place. But the thoughts of them sometimes doesn't always necessarily bring the same pain. You know what I mean? That's it true. happened. But I think time also has a way of just, if dealt with correctly. I guess
1: guess you could say time makes it manageable. Yeah. If dealt with
0: correctly, you know. Exactly. You have to get to a point where you grieved. Like, Mm -hmm. I can never stress enough how much grieving is important. Oh, yeah. It's very important. That's true. Don't let anybody call you a crybaby or words like you're too sensitive. You need to be sensitive. If yeah, you're ever gonna heal because the people that are going around acting all macho are probably the most damaged inside.
1: That's true. There's a reason why the grieving was created. You know, Yeah. there's a reason why that emotion exists. So mm-hmm. why avoid it? It's supposed why to be felt. You, you know, yeah. you're supposed you to it, feel it mm-hmm. exactly.
0: And if you bury it, like we said earlier, it's going to come out in ugly ways. For sure. That's true. That's true. So so finally, um, is it really ever our duty to go around calling people out that need to heal, seeing that we ourselves also need to heal? Where do you draw the line between being gracious and watching a friend hurt and bleed and knowing that if I call them out, they're also going to remind me of my scars and my wounds because none of us are perfect, right?
1: Correct. Yeah. Well, I would say that um, it is very important to be mindful of our differences. It's uh, mm-hmm. important for us to acknowledge that we are different beings. Um, the way I deal with things is definitely different from the way you deal with things. And um, just because I walk out there looking all happy, smiling and strong, it doesn't mean that when I'm in, my house and i'm in my four walls i'm not crying my eyes to death you know Mm -hmm. so it's like um it's like you need to understand and accept the differences between people. So when you now understand someone, it is only then that you are able to assess how you're supposed to approach a certain situation or call them out on a certain thing. We do have people that will only be able to share if you actually approach them and show them that you notice that something was wrong with them. And then we do have people that will, turn on the defense mechanism because they don't want to feel like you're all up in their business or you're all up in their faces so Mm -hmm. it's more about just understanding I don't believe necessarily in calling people out I believe in possibly I wouldn't call it be calling someone out but I Mm -hmm. would say being there for them so you noticing that something is wrong with someone and taking that first step to approach them and ask them hey are you okay do you need something are you really really okay this is something sure. I noticed this is something that I noticed we tend to just say hey how are you and immediately mm-hmm. you say I'm good Okay, cool. And, Bye. And type it. of thing, you we know. Don't really no one it. actually yeah. sits down to say, "How are you really doing? Like, mm-hmm. are you really okay? You know?" Or, or maybe you even know what's wrong with the person, but then you just go to them and you're like, "Hey, how are you doing?" And then they're like, oh, "I'm good." And then you're like, "Okay, well, I think you're doing okay. You're good." But you know, I'm just saying, I'm good because maybe I'm feeling like if I start going on and on about my problems you might feel like you know I'm, I'm, I'm suffocating you or I'm taking your time or whatever it is so it's my I'm good maybe a cry for help that's mm-hmm. saying hey extend that extra do you need to talk to somebody are you okay do you need me here you know so mm-hmm. yeah I would say no understand the differences in the people that are around you and know what they're like. And
0: be kind. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, um well thank you so much for all of that insightful talk, Aisha. I wish we could have gone on and on. I mean this is something that's it's a never ending process. Like, no, it's, not. it's so interesting because we're fighting to be better people and yet we're constantly having things thrown at us in life things happening to us beyond our control but at the end of the day you know what um i think it has to start with the healing mindset most mm-hmm. importantly I felt that it was important to talk about this because we've just started on a new year. We carried a lot from the previous year and we'll experience something that we have never seen before. We lost things, we lost people in the process and um, it's been wild. But um, just to just a friendly reminder to anyone out there you could be dealing with anything from daddy issues to to like um abusive relationships and 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 abandonment when you were younger you could be carrying like a wounded child as we all are Mm -hmm. but um the The choice begins with us. It's a difficult one because it requires us to step out of our comfort zone. Nothing is harder than stepping out of your comfort zone.
1: That's true, right? But I um, like- Bef- mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. I was just gonna say before before you finish off, I just wanted to also add on to say mm-hmm. to whoever is identifying or feeling. Um, the wounds of that wounded child that inner Mm -hmm. child I just want to encourage them that today wherever they are I want you to look into your inner child because that inner child carries information about your unhealed wounds that will help you into you know into into forgiving yourself into forgiving the person that hurt you Maybe you decided to accept things that you didn't have to. Maybe mm. you accepted them because you were young to deal with them. Or maybe you accepted, you accepted those things because you thought it was the right thing to do. But whatever sure. it is that actually hurt you and left you with so much pain from when you were a kid till date, I want mm. you to just look into your inner child, access that information and, you know forgive yourself let it go and also pray i cannot pray and let
0: god true powerful aisha and um i'm also leaving everybody that's listening i'm also walking away with the big question today like what is your wounded child because okay i know i'm starting to have it revealed to me and i'm also praying to god to just like not only reveal it but to heal me in the places i know I didn't didn't even know I needed healing. You know, it's going to help me navigate my life and navigate my relationships in general, Mm -hmm. you know. Thank you again so much. Where can we find more of you? Where where can we follow you? What do you have in store for us? Um,
1: Well, you can follow me on Instagram and YouTube at Get Real Talk. And that is G-E-T-R-E-A-L-T-O-K. That's my Instagram handle and my YouTube channel. And I also have my website, which is getrealtalk.com. You can also find blog posts there as well. And you can always connect with me through all those different platforms. I do have amazing self-care challenges I put up on my Instagram quite frequently and I also have different types of self-care remedies that I am currently doing right now I'm focusing on financial self-care and in the month of February I'll be looking at social self-care so y'all want to learn more about you know different tips
0: of self-care make sure
1: to you know check out my pages
0: and my website Wow. I'm I'm certainly going there straight after this because you just mentioned financial self-care. <laughs> oh yeah. We will be getting more into that at some point. So um yeah. Thank you so much for um making a difference. Uh thank you. We all need to we all just need friends like you, we need people like you around, keep on keeping on, and yeah. Um Thank you so much for joining the Talk Hub, Aisha, and uh, yeah, hopefully you'll be back.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for having me and blessings upon everybody who is listening. You take care.
0: Thank you so much. Bye, girl.